You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith. Well, build a thriving business that honors him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 229, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, and become an influential voice in your industry with a podcast. My name's Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Now, my guest today says, when God is leading our journey, we don't make things happen, we watch things happen. And joining me on today's show is Melinda Means. Melinda is a woman who has been radically changed by the incredible grace of a loving God. She loves speaking, she loves writing and caring for women as she shares the healing power of the Father's incredible, captivating love. Her personal incredible healing journey included a newly discovered gift for drawing and hand lettering, which is now part of the ministry God has given her. And on today's show, Melinda is going to share that pain and disappointment aren't barriers to your dream. They are preparation. She's also going to talk about being different is divine and your dreams and what you do, it's not your identity and so much more. Welcome to the show, Melinda. Thank you so much, Anne-Marie. I really am excited to be here today. Yes, uh, me too, helping um, others really uh, see often, you know, through pain and disappointment, often that can help have us stand back and say goodbye to dreams that we've had for uh, so long. And yet I love the way that you're going to speak into the pain and disappointment aren't barriers to your dream. In fact, they are preparation. So Melinda, take us back to your journey, if you will. And, um, and, and I'm sure that's going to be so helpful hearing you share your testimony for others that may be in that season in their lives at the moment. Well, uh, I think that I have had this dream to write, like mm. pretty much my, uh, that's the only thing I could ever remember really wanting to do. And, um, as that progressed, I, I, when my kids were little, I uh, became a freelance writer from home. And um, that's kind of where my entrepreneur journey began. Mm -hmm. And God began to just, if there's one thing that I've learned through this journey is that I have to just, God's always molding and doing different things. Mm -hmm. And just being flexible to where he's taking me next, which yes. is usually an unexpected place. Mm -hmm. And, but I had this real burden and this real passion for um, ministering to women. And God began to open doors to do that about 10 years ago to begin to really um, write for women, write for the Christian market, write um, the things that I had really been dreaming to write. But also over this last 20 years, I have had, I've struggled a lot with autoimmune disease. Mm. That started with the birth of my first child 20 years ago. And I always say that autoimmune disease is the gift that just keeps on giving <laughs> because it starts with one thing yeah. and then it, it just continues to birth new things, new pain. I, I, it's like whack-a-mole, 
You know, you wow. think you've got one thing under control and something else pops mm-hmm, up. Mm-hmm. And so I had this thing where it was like, I have all this passion and desire to do these things that God has, has clearly led me to do. And yet on the other hand, I felt like I was constantly handicapped by my, my diseases mm-hmm. and my, by my pain and by my fatigue and all those things. And I was spent so many years being frustrated and just asking God, why would you do this? Why would you give me all this passion to do all these things? And yet it seems like every time I get any momentum going, I'm derailed Mm. by some kind of, you know, pain or some kind of thing that just makes it hard for me to do what the the ministry and live out the purpose that I believe you have for me. Mm -hmm. And about two and a half years ago, I got to a place of just complete brokenness, physically, spiritually, emotionally, everything. And it was really through that process that the Holy Spirit began to speak to me and say, Melinda, the pain isn't keeping you from your purpose. The pain is leading you to your purpose. You cannot take women or you take anyone where you have not been yourself Mm. and you can how I can't grow the qualities in this is how I'm growing the qualities in you that are going to make you the most effective Mm. as you write and minister and meet the needs of women and that just put a whole different spin on all the things as I began to realize that it put a whole new perspective on my journey. All the things that I thought were detours and disappointments Mm. and delays were really just all part of the preparation for the bigger purpose that he's continuing to bring about. Yes. So. Wow. And if you look back to that now with uh, the knowledge of, of, of what the Holy Spirit said, I'm sure you can then look and see the strengths and the character that was developed in you that you can now impart to others that are going through similar things. What were some of the things that you started to notice then through your journey of of that struggle? Were there some really key insights that you now very much uh, incorporate into the story of hope and possibility as you're writing and, and sharing content for women? Um, I think one of the biggest things that kind of came out to me as God began to sort of open my eyes Mm. to this, to how he was weaving all those things is that I think what happens a lot when you have chronic illness, Mm. maybe this is just me, but I've heard it from a lot of women too. So I don't think so is you begin to have a very um, fear-based uh, perspective. Mm-hmm. You're always kind of waiting for the next shoe to drop. <laughs> You're waiting for the next thing to happen that's going to derail you. Mm-hmm. You can't even trust the good things that are happening because you think they're going to get they're going to get derailed at God. some point. Yes. And what began what God began to open my eyes to is that I didn't have to be afraid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that when I could see how he walked me through those times and not only walked me through those really dark times over that, over my journey, Mm -hmm. 
how then he used those things to bring me to the next part of my journey. Yes. And, uh, you know, during like that two and a half years ago, like I said, that was just a really key time for me. It was a real turning point. Mm -hmm. And I shared my story publicly for the first time because, you know, when you have autoimmune disease, nobody really knows. No, you you look fine. You know, you don't look like you're sick. Mm -hmm. And I began to share my story um, and I shared it for the first time. Uh, two and a half years ago at a conference at my church. And that was such a freeing experience to do that. Mm. And that also helped to free me from that fear you know, of what would, what would people think? There's, mm-hmm. you know, there's shame. There's thinking that you, you know, somehow you're to blame, mm-hmm. um, that nobody's going to understand so that's the, those are, that's another thing. The more we can share our story yeah. and share what God is doing in us, mm-hmm. the freer I feel. Yes. It just, it, and you begin to see God open more and more doors for you to minister to others. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I got, I, I'm a life coach also. And that's how I got involved in life coaching during that time. God just, seem to impress that upon me mm-hmm. so much and it just opened a whole different uh phase of ministry mm-hmm. that I hadn't even considered yes so those are some of the things that I've that I share with women mm-hmm. you know tell your story and and know that even in the midst of this pain it is not I always try not to dismiss pain because I know how how real pain is mm-hmm. it's it's not dismissing it to say it's real. It, it's hard, Yes. <laughs> but if you can try to see God in it, ask God for eyes to see him working in it. It, it really does. It really does help when you can see that. Cause you say, okay, there is a purpose mm-hmm. to, to this pain and he is walking me through it. Yeah, yeah. And um, so those are some things that I think have that God has worked up through me over mm-hmm. these last 20 years, worked in me that now I'm beginning to be able to, to share with other women. Yes. You know what? A couple of things that you said, I mean, all of the things that you said, I think is so very important, but number one, absolutely sharing our story because no matter what situation that you are in and, and in your situation, the chronic pain and the fact that, you know, there are so many people struggling yet in silence. So not only are they battling or, or having to cope with that, there are all these secondary emotions, which as you know, if you're carrying around those emotions of shame or not feeling that you've got someone to talk to that can just understand or just be in a shoulder to cry on or lean on, that in itself I think can often be an entirely different set of circumstances and barriers and disappointments that we can often need to to go through too. And it's such a reminder for all of us who have not experienced something that we in no situation should ever judge, I think, uh, unless we have walked in someone else's shoes, be the shoulder, be the person who just listens without having to, you know, judge. And as Christians, we have someone who role modeled that beautifully. 
And I think, you know, sometimes we can be our own worst enemy to those that we love in our community and in our church community as well. So thank you for sharing that as well. So when you did start to, to speak about it, and of course, through the you know revelation of the Holy Spirit saying, you know, this pain, it, it is part of your purpose. It's part of the preparation that you're now going to step into. I would imagine, or share, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but as you were continuing on that, because you had this fresh approach and it was one of hope, and as we know, through when God gives us the strength, our weaknesses become strength. Did that impact you even in your pain? Did you find that there was a shift in that as well? I mean, obviously emotionally and spiritually, but did that impact you physically as well, knowing that? You know, it absolutely did. And it was not a right away kind of thing. It was sort of a gradual thing over that two-year period. I felt like a lot of times over the years in my chronic illness journey, I just felt like I was beating my head against a wall mm. and I couldn't figure out the answers. And autoimmune disease is very complex. And the reason why it's so hard to treat is because it manifests itself very differently depending on, you know, based on the person. Yes. And so that point that I got to two and a half years ago, it was like, I finally said, you know what, God, I have been to doctors. I have been, I have been down a whole bunch of roads mm. that have led me to just more pain. I could so relate to the woman with the 12 years of bleeding yeah. <laughs> in the gospels yeah. who said, I've spent all my money. I have gone to all the doctors and she's worse off than mm -hmm. when she began. And I said, you know, Jesus, you are my only hope. You're my only hope you have to show me either how to live with this pain or show me a way out of it. And that began a journey, just this amazing journey over this last couple of years where he began to open doors to resources, to um, nutritionists, to healthcare people that could figure out my body, mm -hmm. who helped me unlock sort of the mystery of what was going on with me. Yes. And along with the physical things that he was doing that were, were showing me things that were, would help me physically, he, I just felt like he began to really get my attention about clearing my mind and healing my mind as well mm. and getting rid of a lot of the mind noise that was adding to my anxiety and my fears and my confusion. And those things kind of came together sort of at the same time. And I found like the more that my mind was clear, I was able to focus more on God. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that, you know, you, one of my favorite Bible verses is Isaiah 26, three, you will keep in perfect peace. Him whose mind is centered on you. Mm -hmm. um, that's a little bit of a paraphrase, but the more that my mind was centered on God, the more my physical healing I began to feel better physically. Yes. And so it was just this amazing connection. And, and I don't pretend to know how healing works. I think in the gospels, God never, Jesus never healed anybody quite mm. the same way. And so I don't know exactly how that works. I can only speak from my experience and me personally, my mind and my physical, there was definitely genetic 
things going on. So it wasn't, I'm not saying that it wasn't totally a physical problem, but the more that my mind was cleared, that mind body connection was huge for me. Yes. And, um, and it just, everything began to click on all cylinders. And that doesn't mean it's been easy mm. because it's not, it's not been easy and there's still been pain and it's been, you know, an up and down road and the, the healing still continues. You know, I believe it's, it's, it's always been gradual, yeah. but when I compare to where I am now to where I was two and a half years ago, it is nothing short of miraculous, yeah. Amory, yeah. what God has done in me on all levels. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something, that's a message of hope that I get the privilege of sharing with women yes. as well. Yes. You know, as you're speaking about, you know, the experience that you've had around, you know, the mind-body connection, I believe without a shadow of a doubt that so much of our physical ailments has a lot to do and being impacted with what's going on in in our mind and vice versa and it can be like this ongoing cycle where one feeds another and I think sometimes um, when we don't see I mean we are incredible creations if you think about the intricacies of our body like with especially women with hormones one slight change in one hormone throws off something else and this and that and then before we know it you know we, we don't feel well and there's there's a reason for that and I think so often what ends up happening is we may look at one specific like and I'm not saying healthcare I mean healthcare or medical you know medical practitioners absolutely so very important but there are also other aspects like you were saying nutritionists and there are studies being done that impact or that can now show and demonstrate that how your gut health is can impact your, you know your mind how you're feeling and that there's more neuro and I can't think of the actual term but um, receptors in the gut then there are actually in the brain and so I think as we're starting to realize more and more, even science and medicine is starting to see the connection. Um, and many people who are struggling finally realize, oh, okay, there is a reason for that. And that's because it hasn't yet been determined. But of course, our God certainly knows. So what, what would you say then if someone is, is struggling and they're in the midst of where you were two years ago? Because obviously there were some key steps that you took to get you moving forward and sometimes people just need momentum in the right direction even if it is just one step even if it is just one change of thought uh, what would what would that one thing be that you would share with people today well i think i think for me it was a couple of things and and it's been different things mm. over that last two years yes. you know the, getting me to that point i really think was Partly, I mean, there were things that I did up to that point, but I think there's part of it that we can't control. Mm -hmm. That's just when God knows that we are ready Mm -hmm. to really hear what he has to say and to, to seek him. So I think I was seeking because I was desperate Mm -hmm. I was seeking. So I was saying, God, I, I, you know, up leading up to that point, it was God, I don't know how to live this way any longer. I don't know how to do this anymore. You're going to have to show me Mm. because I don't know how to do it. 
And if you're not going to heal me, then you're going to have to show me to how to live with this kind of pain. Mm. And I think that was a key thing of just that, that surrender, surrender. of saying, mm -hmm. I am letting go of all the things that I have tried so hard and, and to control. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying, Lord, I, I, I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just need you to carry me. I mm -hmm. need you to show me. And that, I think that was really key in the turning point. And then as God sort of began to, you know, healing comes in layers. And that's why I really believe it's gradual. It, you, you could not handle all the healing all at once, I think. At least I couldn't. God has had to like peel it back like an onion, mm -hmm. you know, different layers, emotionally, physically, spiritually. And one thing, this was about a year, a year and a half ago, I was again kind of up against that. Like, I know you've done a lot in my life, but I still feel like I'm just frustrated. I don't, I don't know where, what direction you have for me with my ministry. I just feel like mm -hmm. I'm not sure where this is going next. And so I began to sit down and the Holy Spirit led me to pray two prayers when I sat down with my Bible was speak, Lord, your servant is listening. And also um, there's a, in Exodus 33, there's a verse that says, if you, if you are pleased with me, teach me your ways so that I may know you more and continue to find favor with you. Mm. And I just started praying those prayers and there's nothing magical about those prayers. God may lead somebody else to pray something a little different, but the principle was I'm here. I'm here and I'm at the end of myself and I need you to fill me. I need you to show me what you have for me on this journey. And I'm just, I, I can't lead it by myself anymore. And, you know, we think we have to do all these things. I think God's just waiting. That's why I say when we don't have to make things happen when yeah. it's God, we just have to, we just watch things happen. Yeah. And the more that I began to pray those kind of prayers, the more I saw God begin to just open doors and move pe people into my life that, mm. you know, and just, I didn't have to work so hard. Yes. What felt like it was overwhelming and just wore me out before it was like, it wasn't still, it was still work because, you know, ministry or business is work, but now I felt like that work was led and empowered by strength and direction far greater and wiser than yes. my own. Yes. And, and that and makes all the difference. It certainly does. And in the Bible, we are encouraged to do that. We're commanded to do that. And I think there's a reason, isn't there? Because God knows that for the ministries and the purposes and the callings that he has, he knows there's just no way that we can on our own um, battle the, you know, the challenges, the disappointments and pains. And that, that is, and the beautiful thing is we don't need to. And God will patiently step back and wait till we get to that point where we go, I am spent, I am done. And he probably is thinking, good, took all your time to get there, but now let's right. get on, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Now I have something to work with. That's what I felt like. Okay, now now I got something to work with. Yeah, yeah. I love <laughs> I also... 
Yeah, absolutely. And I love also too that you said, you know, there are verses in the Bible, there are passages that's going to be relevant for each and every one of us. And I think that's because, and something else that you said, the set of circumstances are very different. There may be specific things that have happened to us that are quite unique and quite different. Um, But the beautiful thing is we serve the same God, our same creator who knows each and every one of us so well. He knows what we need um, as part of our healing. So when we speak to him and as you say, quiet and our voices and and our, I need to find an answer and say, all right, reveal to me, Lord, then the answer is is there. We need to quieten down. Let's talk about being different is divine because sometimes I think, and I, I think I might have he- heard you say this, but I've heard other people who have struggled will often see themselves as different. And that's another label we put on ourselves, unfortunately. But I love the way that you've said being different is divine. So speak a little bit into this. Well, I think it's the, that, I, that fear of being different uh, started for me when I was younger and... Um, I think some of us um, go through adolescence um, a, li- a little, it's a little more rough road than others. Mm. <laughs> and I just always felt like I was, you know, ga- tall and gangly and just didn't fit in. And so, and I stood out for the wrong reasons, you know, and kids are cruel. <laughs> and, I think early on those seeds of just blend in got planted for me. Mm. Just, you know, it's better to be invisible and just go with the flow than to stand out and be ridiculed and, or risk rejection. And so that kind of got, you know, and those messages that get uh, planted early are some of the ones that are the hardest to uproot. Mm. And yet it felt like right from the, the very beginning of sort of my entrepreneur journey, um, things just didn't fit a formula for me. You know, I, nothing exactly looked the way that I thought it was going to look. And at some key points in my journey, I feel like God led me to do some things that didn't make any sense according to what the experts say that you should do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, during this time, two and a half years ago, I had I had recently published my first book um, on mothering, and I had a mom blog, and that you know that was doing well, and but I was miserable because I just felt like all this pressure was on me, and I had to do everything right, and I had to be over all over social media, and I have to you know I had to like keep this thing afloat or else it was all going to come crashing down. And during that time where I was kind of saying, God, this is all about you. You lead my journey. Now he so clearly said, I want you to walk away from all that. I want you to shut down that blog. I want you to just, I want you to quit thinking you have to be the darling of the internet. Yes. And I want you to just trust that I am going to show you the next step and it's going to look different than you're going to think it's going to look. Yeah. And he took my my ministry in a whole different direction, which is more on, you know, towards helping hurting women mm. and speaking to women with emotional and physical and, you know, spiritual wounds. And 
and that's still, you know, I, I, I've, I've listened, I've, as that mind healing um, was underway, mm-hmm. one of the things that it has helped me to do is to, to shut out all these voices because there's so many voices that are telling you to do this, do that, do this. And not that we can't learn from other people. I'm not saying that at all. Mm-hmm. We obviously we can. But I began to learn to say, God, you lead me to the resources mm-hmm. that I that you have for me. Just like with my physical journey, you lead me to the, you know, the physical resources, the nutritionist, the whatever. You lead me to the ministry resources that you want me to le- to learn from. Yeah. And that was so much more effective and freeing than trying to fit these formulas and that yes. that I thought I should yeah if that makes sense it certainly <laughs> does because as change makers with a message to impact the world we don't fit in a formula our message has been has been nurtured in us I believe this without a shadow of a doubt has been nurtured in us since birth and the way in which we explain that and express that often is, uh, and I love you to speak a little bit more about your dreams, what we do is not our identity uh, in a moment. It, it, it's a reminder that so often we are looking for the thing that will allow us to share our message. And yet often it is the um, permission to just let ourselves speak as you know who we are, because that's going to connect with others, I think, who we are, the experiences that we've had in an honest, authentic way, you know, not having to polish it and, and things like that often. Because I think sometimes, you know, when we do try and fit into some formulas, if it requires us to strip away that uniqueness that God wants us to have in that message, then it's not us, I think. And that often won't land, you know, for ourselves. Well, and, and, and of it- course, yeah. Exactly, and it, it takes all the pressure off because yes. if you can, who can do I'm you better than you? <laughs> right, and, and if I'm just following what God is asking me to do, yeah. that's my job. Mm. His job is to get it to and to where it should be, yeah. and to use it in the way that it needs to be used. And when I was able to say, "Okay, my job is just to follow you." and trust that you will provide the results mm-hmm. that you that you want which may look different than what i want or what i think they should be but that that's not my job mm-hmm. i can pass the baton and say okay god it's up to you yes to bring about what you want to bring about and that was that's very freeing <laughs> yeah oh absolutely and that's i think when as soon as you do that there's a shift in, and as you said doors will open And you could have spent hours and hours, weeks and months trying to seek out those opportunities. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, that's a reminder for all of us as kingdom business owners. So talk about your dreams. What you do is is not your identity. What's the greatest insight that you've learned around that? Well, I think my struggle, and I think this is true of a lot of women, is being very performance-based and thinking that your worth is tied to what you do. And I think that um, what I've discovered is that a lot of times I view God like I would from a human perspective or how a human would react. 
you know, as much as like we have um, people in our lives that love us and care about us, when we do something that lets them down, they make it, you know, angry with us or, you know, people may think differently about us. And I think sometimes, at least I've been guilty of projecting those same kind of things on God. So when I'm not performing the way that I think I should be performing, or I'm not, you know, succeeding in the way that I think I should be, then I would think, well, God must be upset with me. God must be, um, think less of me or, you know, that, that sounds crazy, but that's kind of how it makes we can sense. sometimes tend I think, to think sometimes absolutely. And then we can go into this shame and guilt and I can't talk to him about that. You know, all these things, how can I pray? And yeah. it, it creates this barrier mm. be- between us and God, because we think I can't come to him yeah. because of how, you know, and what has been really freeing to me is realizing, you know what, God does not care. I mean, obviously he has a plan and purpose for us, but his love for us, our worth to him mm. is complete, has nothing to do with how successful we yes. are or how we've performed on a given day. How many blog posts we've it written and shared. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. And that frees us to live out our identity when we go, you know what, yeah. I can fail and it's okay mm-hmm. because the, the God of the universe still thinks I'm amazing mm-hmm. and loves me just as much, no matter what I do or don't do. And I've just found that's really freed me yes. to, to be able to live out my purpose more joyfully mm-hmm. and more confidently. Yeah. And you know, I think that's the biggest lesson too. We all need to remind ourselves of, you know, so often we, we do. And I think it makes absolute sense. We're trying to do this and we do this and we do this, you know, as Christian business owners, but really God says, all I want is for you to, to lean into me, to seek me, to love me as I love you. I mean, obviously there's just no way we can love the Lord this side of heaven as much as he loves us, but that's all he wants is some time and attention and for us to, to have him as the center. And, you know, when we, when we free ourselves from all the expectations from a worldly and human point of view, and don't, as you say, project that on the Lord. I love the way that you've said that then that frees us up to then just be ourselves with him. Say, Lord, you know what? I've struggled. I've failed again. Thank you for forgiving me. Forgive me. I love you. Let, what's the next step? Show me, you know. Oh, um, right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> me again, you know. And you know what? <laughs> no matter how many times it's me again, <laughs> um, he will always be faithful, which uh, I think is just uh, amazing. And that's one of the reasons why I love this show is because, you know, so often, even as Christians, we put so much pressure on ourselves and that projects on other people. And there's this whole, you know, gamut of emotions going around. And the Lord just says, you know what, all of that doesn't matter to me. What matters to me is that you love me and, you know, and and keep my commandments, all of that, you know, lean in, love others and things. And that's so important when we do take that pressure off. Melinda, share with people, how can they connect with you? How can they find out more about how you can support them? Well, my uh, website is newthingcreations.com. 
And I'm also on Instagram. One of the beautiful things that kind of came out of this healing journey and, and was really very healing for my mind was art. And God just began to help me to discover or gave me for the first time, I don't know which, but this artistic passion and um, gift that I never knew I had before. So uh, they can also follow my, my artwork on um, Instagram uh, and my my Instagram handle is at uh, new thing creations and uh, my email, if they want to email me is uh, Melinda means author at gmail.com. But I love connecting with women and uh, just love just walking alongside women um, through these journeys that we're all on uh, and just helping them to, to open their eyes. You know, I can't open their eyes, but to, to give them that, uh, awareness that if they just ask God to open their eyes, he's just going to show them amazing things, mm. uh, in their journey that is just going to free them, mm. free them in their purpose. So absolutely. We'll put all of those details on our show notes for you, Melinda, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com okay. forward slash TCE 229. Before we go, may I finish the show with a word of prayer? Absolutely. All right, let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Melinda today. And we just uh, just want to thank you that throughout the last couple of years, you've really been supporting and healing and showing Melinda, you know, incredible insights and how um, the, the situation, her challenges, her disappointments, really preparing her for her uh, now journey in helping other women who are too struggling in seasons of um, ill health. But knowing, Lord, that there is hope, there is possibility, there is healing um, in in and through you. We just want to thank you that um, you've given Melinda the courage, the voice, the message to now go out and share that uh, to other women as well. Father, we just want to uphold Melinda in our prayers and the work that she's doing. Will you continue to strengthen her? Will you continue to minister to her and through her so that she can continue to impact so many others, Lord, on a global scale who are struggling and need to hear this message? And we ask this all in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I can't wait to share this. I think there's so many people who are struggling in silence and I think your message is certainly going to give them the hope uh, and possibility that is there for them. They just need to realize that. So thank you once again for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Anne-Marie. It was a pleasure. <laughs> You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklist to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.